I like singing, but I didn't think I, I didn't really like my voice. I wanted mm. to sound like Beyonce or something <laughs> like that. So I was kind of self-conscious about it. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was silly. But um, so I just finally like dropped it. I was like, you know, who cares? Like mm-hmm. people listen, they listen if they don't. Listen. What up, y'all? This is Shonda with Army of Dreamers, and with me today is a very special guest. I'm going to allow her to introduce herself. Hi, I'm uh, Mir. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of you guys are familiar with Mir. For those of you who aren't, Mir is an artist around Columbus, Ohio, and she's also uh, connected to the Ross Formation. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, tell <laughs> them get it going. the Ross yeah. Formation. She's a part of them. Um, and also, Mir does a lot of shows, and she releases music. So we wanted to bring Mir in. She actually sent me some stuff she was working on, which I thought was dope. Um, so we want to just pick her brain a little bit. And the first thing I want to talk about, I guess, um, was Proper Insanity. Mm-hmm. Describe that track for me, because just the title alone sounds like everybody has a little bit of insanity. There's just a way to go about being insane. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um well, yeah, I wrote that during my little insane trip. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, just, it's like, look, I know I sound crazy. I don't care you think I'm delusional, but this is what you're going to get. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't care. I'm aware of it, but you're going to, so proper, and the proper is like, I'm aware of it. Yeah. I'm going to carry it how I want to carry it. Mm-hmm. So that's why the song just really Delicate, improper with my mental tricks Do you even know how I'm feeling? Do you even know how I'm living upstairs? I always turn out to be the villain Hey, it's just one of them days Houses are Saturday spring The chemicals are not enough But you know what? Just go with it, I'm on the net and breathing, but I speed it out. Ain't no stopping what's about to come out. I'm on and stomping on this pavement, and I give no cares that the summit is still wet. I know it's gonna get hard sometimes, but if I keep running, pushing, I'll make it just fine. But right now I'm feeling crazy, and I wanna describe how much I despise this. Do you even know how I'm feeling? Do 
you even care how I'm living upstairs? I always turn out to be the wrong bitch, but hey, it don't matter no more. It's funny because when I wrote the song, I'm like, what? Why am I writing this? Like, what? But looking back on it, it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I see why I wrote that because what I was going through and everything, and it just makes sense. I know it probably won't make sense to people that hear this, you know, but um, I like, I love that when people hear my music and they actually get the message I was trying to put across. Mm-hmm. There's been like a few people have been like, I had to listen to it a few times, but I got it and I rock with it. I can relate to it. I'm just like, thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not the only person that feels like yeah. this. So yeah, basically just, you know, it was being aware that I was coming off crazy and not really caring. <laughs> I, I um, empathize with a lot of people. Yeah. So I write from, I write for the people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you could classify <clears throat> your music or like your sound, what would you describe it as? You don't even have to classify it, but what what would you describe it as? Um, the genre I put <laughs> on SoundCloud when I uh, drop some, I always say like vintage soul. Okay. Um, I know a lot of people say like I'm R&B. Some people actually say I'm like hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, that's what I classify myself as like vintage vintage soul because it's like I got a lot of soul in me um, a lot of music in me a lot of influences mm-hmm. from different genres like you wouldn't be able to think of but um so I don't know just <laughs> yeah I guess I think a lot of people <laughs> vintage soul makes sense I think a lot of people like put you in that category of like the Erica Badu mm-hmm. um I would say like more of a edgy like NDRE type like it's not really like bright bubbly mm-hmm. but it's not like erica badu where it's just like i don't know ndire has a little bit more levels of emotion to her i think than mm-hmm. erica badu although erica <laughs> badu is really deep yeah, um, yeah so no. i think that's where like it falls around the lines with me but you do a lot of shows and you tour mm-hmm. with the, or travel with a lot of bands mm-hmm. what bands have you worked with or i mean i know you've worked with booty and the kid yeah i love booty and the kid <laughs> um i've also worked with it's only been um two um reoccurring mm-hmm. like, so booty and the kid and then um, Mr. Moon. Okay. Um, I opened for them in bro- uh, at Brothers Drake last mm-hmm. year. So, but yeah, they're all like a group of great guys <laughs> and stuff. So I love my bands, but um, that's been dope working with them because, you know, Booty and the Kid, when I dropped my project, he, they listened right away. And um, Nick, we like met. And it was funny because when I met when I first went to meet them, like everybody was there. It was mm-hmm. like a, it was like everyone was there to meet me. And Aww. it was just like, oh crap, what is it? Like a true greeting. Like, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like since then, we've, we're, we're like, it's, they're like my family. Yeah. So I really, yeah, I really appreciate them because they also have helped me grow too and yeah. teach me a lot too. And, um, the end goal is to have my own band one day. Yeah, so. and I see a lot of that happening with like female um, vocalists mm-hmm. is having bands now. Like, yeah, um, there's a vocalist. Her name is Freedom in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. She has a band now. Um, I think Lauren Elise in Cincinnati has a band, and 
that might they might be the only two, but they're pretty like active in the music scene. Mm-hmm. So I think it's dope to have a band behind you, just yeah. because we want that acoustic, authentic like sound coming now. Like yeah. I think everything is going back to not only the local shows, but like that feeling of hearing that music like live. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've always loved live music better than you know just tracks, which I back tracks, which I love that. But mm-hmm. um, it's always been a dream to just have a band. Yeah, because <laughs> with the stuff I want to do. How I met Mr. Moon, um, it was a firehouse show, um, I think, 2017. Mm-hmm. And um, Jamie, they were playing already. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, uh, he." I guess he sent them my music. And mm-hmm. they really liked it. And they uh, like just backed me up that night. And they mm-hmm. wanted to meet with me. And they were like, yeah, we really like your music. We want to make more music with you and collab and stuff like that. So it's all been... <clears throat> It's all been like they reach out to me and yeah. want to work with me, and I'm just like shocked every time. I yeah. just be like, oh my gosh, hey. I'm kind of bashful in a way, but mm-hmm. yeah. Better than having like the big head. Like, oh yeah, bashful at least keeps us humble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just like it's just it's just been so much love since all this has started. I still yeah. can't believe it. Sometimes you have another song, uh, "Sexual Healing." Mm-hmm what does that song mean like what how do you personify that song what message were you delivering with that um that's um uh, that song was written um my empathy for because i had a friend at the time uh i actually wrote that song before i was even sexual yeah so um i had friends you know telling me oh you know the you know the guy doesn't really care about the girl he Mm -hmm. gets off first don't worry about her I read it like only 40% of women actually climax. I was doing some research and everything, climax doing sex. And I was like, this is ridiculous. No, they need to love us. What about us? I want to make love too.
Um, it sounds like you knew what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that might be yeah. a better way. I mean, if everybody did that, we might be in a better place as far as like the advice we get. Because mm-hmm. if you really listen and you can identify it from an, an analytical standpoint, just from what you hear. Yeah. Then that's a talent. So. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I, and, uh, I still haven't experienced the, the song. So um, even with. That's you know, dope. Yeah. That's so dope. I'm like, Shouts I, to that. It's yeah. I'm be. grateful for that. <laughs> yeah. But. I would never want to, like, be in that situation. Yeah. So. What else do you have coming up? Do you have any shows that you're doing? Um. Uh, yeah. I'm actually uh, doing a show. 26th of February, I have my own show I'm throwing, putting okay. together. Um, there's going to be, like, food, dessert, mm-hmm. drinks, and I'm going to, there's going to be a band behind oh, me. Oh, yeah. I yeah. did see that promotion. Queen Jamie. Um, she's going to be doing the cupcakes. Uh, Chef Hero is going to be doing the catering. Um, I'm going to be making mirmosas. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, actually Seth, um, from Mr. Moon, one of the bands I work okay. with, he's going to be playing bass for me. Okay. And then, um, I have Isaiah, he's going to be on the drums. Mm-hmm. Um, Jasmine, Jasmine Rosario, she's going to be on the, like, regular guitar. Okay. And then my friend Ben is going to be on key. So it's going to be live music and And what day is this you said? Uh February 26th. Okay, let me put this in my calendar. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like a real intimate type thing like um cuz I'm just I have well, when I first started, I had like kind of stage fright. I yeah. just probably get up there mm-hmm. do my thing, be like, "Thank you. Goodbye." You know. Yeah. And like I really wouldn't connect with my audience. Mm-hmm. So, I'm using this show as to kind of like connect with the audience and like explain go into depth a little bit more about Mm -hmm. my music and i'm doing old and new music Mm. um just going through the you know the classics or whatever and then (laughs) you know show them the new stuff so i'm nervous but i'm also very excited and i'm I'm proud of myself because you know i always had the thought of doing this and Mm -hmm. i finally one day i was just like i want to do it yeah do it so it's just like i can really do anything i want to Mm -hmm. do so I'm happy. Look at I'm you. excited. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm um, like with the community. Like, I want to start buying more local stuff, mm-hmm. like with clothing, skincare, because it's all out there. Yeah. It's all around. Yeah. Like, but you know, it's up to us to do the research and actually, you know, mm-hmm. want to give back to the community. So yeah. that's also something I'm working on too. Yeah. I'm like. Can't, can't do to it.
face But my life hands and lemons make lemon my way I was in that lemon haze, a lemon face, the lemon days To be the greatest thing I really had a life by the streets And I loved it, it's nothing but it and crushed it I ganged it nothing, nothing right into something I realized quick before I knew I really had that motherfucking I got the gas, I shall not pass This is my last, I'll smoke it happily I'll reset your lows and then we got the go-go If you support a message of a brand, just buy that T-shirt because that $10, that $20 that you spend on that item will go into that pot to be, for them to be able to produce right. that work. Yeah. Like a lot of our friends who are doing T-shirts, they're probably doing those right now with the hopes to do something more later. Exactly. So we have to think in that mindset. Do you identify within your community or are you more of a global thinker? Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's like kind of both. Yeah. Like it kind of can identify yeah. with both. Because, yeah. you know, um, with everything going on, it's just like, well, this stems from history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything that's going on within our community, this is yeah. from the beginning. Yeah. And it's just yeah. have impacted us. Mm-hmm. And so it's impacted us globally, too. Mm-hmm. So it just everything with. What's going on now, you know, like the R. Kelly, mm-hmm. which that's unbelievable. I couldn't even watch. Did you watch the doc- I did, but okay. a lot of people I know said they couldn't watch it. I watched part one, and, like, I was kind of, like, in disbelief. Yeah. Cause that's when, how, that's yeah. how it is throughout the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, growing up, like, you know, you always heard, oh, you know, him and, well, with Aaliyah. Like, oh, they got married and stuff. But I never, never really thought yeah. about it on that deep of a, yeah. Or how young she yeah. was, you know? And, and then the 15, I mean, because the story was he married her at 15. Mm-hmm. But it kind of <clears> became, <throat> like, folklore in the black community. Like, it was something that was spoke on, but you didn't really investigate. Right, it was yes. like a, a tale uh-huh. that was going around. Right. So just watching that, just like, I was like, damn, this, I feel awful. Because yeah. it's just like, yeah, yeah. did you feel? Because it's like, then it, you felt like, and the funny thing is like, we were like kids back then. Yeah. Like, we were babies. Like we probably, I don't know. I don't know how old Aaliyah would have been now, but we were very young mm-hmm. around that time. The crazy part about it is though, is the guilt we felt. And I think that's the community guilt because it's like, mm-hmm. how do you not, like Aaliyah's career after that, it was never really addressed. 
yeah. that she was with R. Kelly and that she married him or he married her at 15. Yeah. So the fact that that happened means there's a whole something, there was something that happened. Like, like they said, she messed with him or it was on a tour bus or something. Here's a little girl that this happened to and it was never Right. Really Where was, like, in the yeah. people that were involved, like, yeah. just how they, it was always, well, from the, I didn't see the whole thing, but just always led back to the people who mm-hmm. were al- allowed this to happen. Yeah. And then like, when you look at, listen to his music and you listen to some of her music, but R. Kelly's music throughout time, just like the messages are there, but that shows you how powerful music is. Mm-hmm. If you can identify with it in any sense, then you don't really investigate deeper to figure out if there's a source to it. Yeah. And like the way he worded stuff, you wouldn't immediately think something is wrong. Mm-hmm. He had provocative music and he had inspirational music. Right. But... When you know what he's been doing and you hear the provocative music, especially, you're like, okay, this is not, this doesn't sound like the song I used to like anymore. Yeah, (laughs) exactly, exactly. Actually, yesterday, because I was uh, listening to Michael and uh, You Are Not Alone came on. He Mm, wrote that. Yeah. I know. And now I know the meaning. And I just, I had to turn it off. I was like, I can't listen to that. I guess my last question is, is there anything that has stood out to you or anything that has affected you personally? in the news, in the media, or just something it's moved you in a forward direction? Because there's a lot going on right now. There, yeah, there is. Yeah. Um, um, what, well, something recently, mm-hmm. um, the disappearance of Amber. Yes. Um, and I just interviewed Joey yesterday, and he brought that up, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. that, for some reason, that, that like, you know, we, there, and there's a lot of women women of color have gone missing mm-hmm. but having it it's so like so close to home so close like, and you don't even know yeah. her and stuff like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. um i have a couple close friends who mm-hmm. personally knew her mm-hmm. so it's just like um that has made me really appreciate mm-hmm. be grateful more mm-hmm. for you know the people around uh, it's me so that, terrible though that yeah. that's what drives that mindset for us too like it sucks that that's yeah. like how we look at it it's a beautiful way to look at it but it's mm-hmm. like here's this woman amber evans who disappears and one at first like i think everybody was like um uh, let's let's not expect the worst mm-hmm. like yeah but then it slowly became okay she's still missing like question mark like is right. this but the thing is is like i think um I, I hope we find her. Like, I hope she soon because yeah. I want to figure out what happened to her. Like, or, you know, it sucks because you're, as you're talking about it and when somebody goes missing, you don't want to expect the worst either. Yeah. But I just want to know what happened because one thing is going to the University of Toledo, there was a high human trafficking situation mm-hmm. in Toledo. Like, I think it was like the number one for hum- the human traffic, human trafficking capital of the United States. Oh, my goodness. And people used to always warn me, be careful, don't go out, da, da, da. And I heard that, but I also was in Ohio, and I grew up here. So I was like, uh, like I wasn't as nervous yeah. as I think people were trying to get me to see. And then growing up again, getting out of college and moving back or moving to Columbus, starting to really hear and see stories about human trafficking and think back to the times where I was in Toledo and be like, I could have, like, something could have happened to me. Like, I was too cool. I was hanging around too many people. No. Um, But putting that into this perspective, it's like, I want to know what happened. And then I want to 
so I can know how to move forward, like how I can raise awareness about whatever. Mm -hmm. Because if it's something that's domestic, if it's something that's random, if it's something that somebody out there who needs to be found, it's like what happened and why. But I think you see it on TV a lot where it seems like there's a lot of coverage of these situations. And it doesn't seem like there is a lot of coverage of Mm -hmm. her missing. And it's crazy because she was known locally and she also was an artist and right. if you have somebody that's that influential on the community you would think there would be more talk about it yeah you really um i've seen like flyers mm-hmm. um you really don't see it in the media as yeah. much as it should be yeah um, and it's like the local woman that's like so yeah. close and to she was home. like around like she was actually doing stuff it wasn't like this is just somebody who disappeared and nobody knew her yeah i didn't know her personally but the feedback and the response i've seen online like it's crazy to me that a woman my age probably a little bit younger i don't know but mm-hmm. is just gone and nobody knows where she's at yeah and then it sucks because like you said you know that makes you be grateful for every day but why is it such a thing with humans that we can't just exist? Like, right. why we, why do yeah. we always have to be grateful for things not happening to us that are, like, actually not supposed to happen? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's not a, a part of the natural succession of life. Like, we're not supposed to be afraid of our neighbors and this, this and that. But that's just exactly. the world we live in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's heartbreaking. Yeah. And I've, I've cried. Just because I'm just an emotional person. Yeah. I feel everything. But I really hope, you know, she's safe wherever she is. And, mm, yeah. Um, but there's a Same. feeling inside me. I feel like I feel like she's okay. I don't know why, but I mm-hmm. just feel, I feel like she's going to make it back home. Mm-hmm. But that's just. That's yeah, just hopefully she does. Yeah. I hope she makes it back home too. And I hope that, you know, whatever happened, it was something that can be addressed i hope that it's something that doesn't have to i don't know it's hard to say what to say because i don't know what happened but i do hope she comes home Mm -hmm. and i hope that everybody who knows amber keeps their head up and everybody stay positive and just keep raising awareness about her missing and Mm -hmm. i don't know hopefully we'll get some answers as to why it's not so captured on in the media but also there's like you said so many black women going missing and it's not yeah, captured and I th- thought about that too like yeah. should i start could i should i get a gun or like what's really going on like <laughs> so many you know women of color gone missing yeah. and then with the human trafficking and yeah. stuff like that it's like nate has a gun <clears throat> and he's taking me um for those listening who don't know nate's my boyfriend but he's taking me shooting and mm-hmm. i shot his gun like three times and i felt like that was an accomplishment mm-hmm. but then the next time we went i went in there and then i just walked out like in the shooting oh, yeah, range shoot i just it? i couldn't it's hard like mm-hmm. for somebody who grew up and never thought i would ever use the gun just because i didn't like them like yeah i was always taught not to touch guns i never liked them like so for me to go in there and shoot it three times and at that i think after i shot the third bullet i kind of felt it in my body that i wasn't comfortable Mm -hmm. and so for the safety of everybody else (laughs) like i need to put this down and i need to walk out because i just i just at that point i can't control my i'm 
like about to freak out. I need yeah. to get out. Uh-huh. And then, so then the next time we went back, I was ready. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this. <laughs> but then you gotta think about it too. Like as you're shooting, the shells are flying back. So it's, you gotta worry about the hot shells flying back. And then you got multiple people in there shooting. And so it's just the noise, the oh, popping, yeah, like the noise of the gun. And I was just like, I can't um, do it. So I'm still like, so to your point of thinking or asking yourself, do you need a gun or should you get a gun? I really feel like, yeah, but (laughs) it's like for me, I got to go through the process. So what I'm going to do is probably take a class that'll make me feel more comfortable with the gun Mm -hmm. to where when I'm actually holding it and I have it, I feel more in control. Yeah. Like right now, I don't feel that way with guns. So I'm not. (laughs) I don't blame you. I mean, yeah, they're. There, uh, I shot. I've shot mm-hmm. guns before, so um, it's very scary. It's like yeah. this can this can kill someone. Yeah. So, uh, okay. yeah, and you know, you think it's like we came such a long way. You think things would be different. Like this is this is 2019. Mm-hmm. To see stuff like that still happening, and as if we were, you know, since the beginning of time yeah. with us, it's kind of. It's, 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 it can be discouraging a little bit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just, you know, just hope one day we, you know, <laughs> but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I think that's the battle too. I think being creatives and not just creatives. If you're, if you have a dream in general, if you want to be a doctor, if you are a finance professional, whatever your dream is mm-hmm. or whatever you do, I think the biggest thing is just to stay positive in any way shape or form yeah that doesn't mean don't feel the negativity that's going on like we feel there's so much negative going on it would be stupid and silly to say stay positive no matter what like you can have those moments you can feel what's going on you can resonate in the the bad but feel it and then wash it away like Feel the effects of what is of things that you don't agree with or things that are disrupting your everyday positivity. If it's something as far as society, um, politics, or you know, you hear about somebody being shot or somebody missing or somebody being treated unfairly in any way, mm-hmm. feel it, be mad about it, but then figure out what you have to continue to do to move forward. Right. Yeah. What, yeah. what works for you and yeah. All that stuff. So, yeah, I, yeah, preach because I need to hear it too. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any last words for people listening? Um, just I just want I appreciate every everyone that listens to me and has watched me on this journey, and just bigger and better things are coming, and I'm just really excited to share it with everybody. So yeah. And I think that we will see a lot more of you. I'll definitely be keeping up. And I will look forward to bringing you back in and being a part or around for your journey. I'm going to hit your show on the 26th. Yay. Um, make sure you guys <laughs> get that show as well. It sounds like it's going to be a really great time. Really dope. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm nervous, but I'm excited at the same time. Yeah. I've never been like this with, you know, with the performance. So yeah. where can people find you at on social media? Um, uh, Instagram. It's... Uh, I I <laughs> I I S M I I R. Um, that's my Twitter as well. Um, and my SoundCloud is just Mir. It's M I I R. You can 
see all my well hear all my old stuff i'm gonna be streaming stuff soon too so (laughs) all right and y'all can find us at aod media group um on instagram and facebook and you can follow me at underscore shonda hunter on instagram peace (laughs) it don't matter no more can't turn around it's too late now i'm in too deep but that's not gonna be the end of me I just know the best comment is a glow up show But for now you're gonna get what you might deem a heifer or a prick So sit back, relax, enjoy the special kicks A one-woman show, you might wanna be sick Cause you're gonna be